Big news from the Ortho Show, Mika. Tell the audience, where are we going? I don't know. Where are we going, Ben? <laughs> We're going to Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what well, happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, except this time. Yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for the Ortho Summit. So uh, for those people that do listen, thank you, Mum. <laughs> and Mika's mom. Um, we recently interviewed Dr. Kevin Plancher. He's the, the, the mad genius behind the Ortho Summit meeting, which happens once a year in Las Vegas. We talked at great length in that, in that interview. And he uh, kindly invited us to be the official podcast, podcast. partner, uh, the very first one. And we're going to do a live or Live-ish, live-ish podcast from the Ortho Summit with <laughs> Within all, 24 hours. Yeah, all kinds of interviews. We've got a ton of exciting stuff lined up, which we will talk about uh, later. It's on December 11th to the 14th. And um, today we are interviewing Dr. Eric McCarty, who will be um, not only presenting at Ortho Summit, but is going to be uh, moderating a live surgery session, a shoulder surgery is my understanding. Um, and he was kind enough to join us on the show today just to tell us a little bit about what he's doing and also um, some interesting stuff about his his practice over in uh, University of Colorado Boulder. Yeah, so Ben, no one wants to listen to you. Let's switch over to the interview. Dr. Eric McCarty, welcome to the Ortho Show. Well, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to uh, talk with you today. So, we got in contact with you, Eric, because you're uh, going to be taking part in the Ortho Summit, and we were really interested to hear that you were moderating uh, one of the live surgical events, so we thought we'd uh, have a chat about that, if that's all right. Oh, that would be great. So, so first of all, I guess, which you, which live uh, surgery is it that you're uh, moderating for, and who who's the um, who's the poor chap who's performing the live surgery? Well, who's so, the poor chap? Who's the patient? I guess. <laughs> yeah, it could go a lot of ways. And I've been—I've uh, been not the patient, but I've been the uh, person performing the live surgery, and I've also been they had the opportunity to moderate. And it's very interesting type of concept that in this day and age of media and what we can do to take an actual live surgery, a surgery that's being performed on patient, and then stream it to an audience um, is really interesting because. Typically, what we've done in the past was you, you would perform a surgery or demonstrate a technique on a cadaver. And there was a lot of prep that you could do ahead of time. There were things that you could really make it look uh, fairly slick, even though that in itself, sometimes you run into some difficulties. But if you have an actual patient, you know, you're, you're really constrained by the anatomy and the condition of what you get into in that patient. Sometimes you don't have a, a really great idea if everything's going to, is going to go as well as you think it might well. So it, there's a lot of really interesting variables that go into this. The, the uh, fortunately we have an excellent surgeon, Brad Edwards, that will be performing the surgery and it's going to be a shoulder surgery, which is one of my areas of expertise. And certainly Brad as he's a, a shoulder surgeon in Houston, Texas. And I think it's, it's going to be very interesting for the audience to, to view and to see and to, participate in because there'll be interaction with the audience they can ask questions during the surgery that we moderate so what which shoulder surgery sorry is he performing well the last moment that uh, or last interesting uh, thing that i got from from the uh, agenda was it was either going to be a open ladder j which is basically mm -hmm. procedure taking a piece of the bone called a coracoid 
and then place it in the front part of the socket to help uh, with shoulder instability, or it was going to be a massive rotator cuff repair. And I, I think it depended on the availability of the patient uh, uh, selection and what they could get. Do you have any special considerations when you're selecting a patient for this type of event? Well, I, you have to have somebody that's willing to have the inside of their shoulder be, be seen or outside of the shoulder be seen and to understand what their surgeon is doing because obviously it's not the common daily routine that a surgeon would do. And so they have to feel comfortable with it. So you have to have somebody that, that understands, okay, this is educational. But you also, the, the patient also has to understand that uh, that surgeon probably is going to be doing the very best that they can because a lot of people are, are watching. Not that a, that a surgeon would do any differently. It, it always seems to me such a nerve-wracking thing. It must be, you know. It's like walking without a uh, like walking on a high wire without a net. It feels like every, all of your peers. It's not yeah, just to do people it in front of your peers. Yeah, it's your thing. peers, right? And then I've I've been at some, um, as you stated before, you know, this used to be done on a cadaver more commonly, and I've been to plenty of those events and seen a few of those. And I won't name it, shame anybody here, but I've seen a few of those go sideways. Uh, to be fair to them, quite often it's because of the quality of the cadaveric material maybe or that the you know the anatomy wasn't quite right or because you're working on you know with cadavers you're working on a section of so you know uh, all the interconnecting tissues aren't aren't there to work with like they normally would be however i've seen a few go sideways and people are kind of you know uh, winging it and putting it back together for the camera and they've got constrained time um how as a moderator do you you know do you a try and reduce that risk but navigate that during the you know during the session well, you know, I think it's it's good also for people to see a little bit of a struggle sometimes because often what you see in a pre-recorded session, particularly on the internet, are just videos that look fantastic, and you see the best of the best. But in real life, that's not it. So, so really, you have to have a, a surgeon that is willing to accept that things don't always go well, and then they can navigate through that and also teach the audience along the same way. And uh, I think you'll find that uh, in, in Brad Edwards. He's, he's excellent. And, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, you also have to have some humility and understand that, uh, that things don't always go well and that, uh, that, that you, just like life, you got to make some adjustments and move and, and take a different direction and get to the final outcome. And, and typically you do. And, and so I think that um, that's a big part of what, what you'll see with the, uh, the live surgery is that navigation of, of uh, untoward uh, events that may happen during the surgery or different parts of it that may not go as well, but it's great for the audience to see it because then they also see how do you get out of uh, a mishap. Have you got any specific examples you can think of that times when things have appeared in a live event which were perhaps unexpected or complicated, which... Uh which led to a, perhaps a more successful demonstration? I, I think I saw it uh, one time. I remember particularly it was a rotator cuff repair, and, and I think it was issues with the sutures, and um, they got all tangled up. And it was, it was good to see that the surgeon remained cool and that they could get out of this issue with the sutures and, and making sure that the the management of this was done appropriately, but it, it got a little bit to, to the side out of hand, but quickly was able to be brought back to the center and, 
And I think that was good for people to see. It wasn't uh, uh, certainly not a catastrophic event, event and, I've, and I've never have seen that during one of these procedures. So can you comment perhaps on the educational impact? How, how effective do you think these events are at educating the audience? Well, it's become very popular uh, at meetings to do this. And I think when you have a thousand people in a room, there's something about a shared experience of seeing something live like that, uh, which is different than just looking on your computer or a few people in an operating room watching it. Uh, there's a, this shared experience of watching this procedure and then having other people ask questions, having a moderator go through it and also try to pick out different things and then having the surgeon being able to to discuss and talk during this procedure. I, there's something really quite special about that. It, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, when you see a, a sporting event and you're actually almost there live, but you're witnessing this sporting event with thousands of people. It's a lot different than either watching it at your home or watching it on a recorded basis. There's something very special about seeing this live. You're t Mika and I just had to watch uh, England lose the World Cup at rugby recorded. And I, so I can echo that exactly. It was exponentially more painful, the <laughs> fact that we were watching it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Well, there's always next year, right? Well, four years, but yes, <laughs> there's all there's always four years. That's England's motto, I think. <laughs> yes. always, always, always every four years. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, we're really, you know, we're really looking forward to to being there. You know, we're we're going to be there, and we look forward to seeing this, um, you know, this going on. And hopefully, we can catch up with you a little bit right afterwards, and and kind of get your, you know, your the, your thoughts and opinions. I think that would be good for our audience to hear, you know, how this went, a little bit of feedback about that, but. Um, uh, do you are you giving any presentations there yourselves uh, yourself, or are you just doing the uh, moderating of the, the live surgery? You know, I, I'm doing the moderating. I have a couple other talks. Kevin Plancher does such a great job of uh, handing out all the talks that he keeps us busy. Yes, but he I, does. I'm also talking uh, about uh, surgical repair of uh, pectoralis tendon uh, ruptures, which uh, we see in the athletes, and then also giving a talk to the to the uh, advanced practitioners on. Uh, uh, the utilization of physical therapy and, 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 and how important that is in our practice. And, and that's a critical, critical need of us to have the physical therapist because uh, what they do is such a, an important and integral part of the, of the uh, sports teams that uh, if we don't have a good physical therapist, then what we may do as an orthopedic surgeon really may, the results may not be so good. So that's a really important and valuable relationship that, that I'll be talking about as well. Well, great. If you if you don't mind, I'd, we'd love to catch up with you right after that. I don't want to steal your thunder from the talk because obviously there'll be some people uh, coming to Ortho Summit that are listening to this show. But I think if we could grab you right after that and you could give us a bit of a, a you know background and a synopsis on that, that would be amazing. That would be fantastic. No, we'd love to. Please, um, Please get hold of me, um, and I'll send you my cell phone on our on, on our email exchange. Terrific. Well, this has been you know this has been great. Hopefully for you, this is fairly straightforward and easy. I've enjoyed you know really enjoyed getting to chat with you, and I'm and we will be sitting in on the session, heckling you <laughs> <laughs> from the back as you try to moderate this session because we like to ramp the pressure up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's great. I'm just glad I'm not performing the surgery. So. so. <laughs> 
So I think uh, that's that's not too bad. But look forward to seeing you guys there, uh, Ben and Mike, and, and thank you for having me. And and uh, please, next time you're in Colorado, uh, please come up to Boulder. If you haven't been up to Boulder, I think you'd really enjoy it. We got some neat things going on for sure. It would be our pleasure. I think that would be a great show. We're trying to do more shows where we get out on the road, do a tour, you know, talk about what we're seeing at these facilities and, you know, really, really plug you guys. So thank you again so much, Eric. Yes, thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you bet. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you.